Welcome back, everybody, to another amazing episode of the Adoya Podcast. Boom. You know how we do things over here. And in today's episode, Lou and I dove into a discussion about pain. We kind of describe what pain is. There's three things that help us kind of define pain, I guess you could say. And then we also go into how you can start to ask yourself certain questions about the pain that you may be having to determine, you know, how serious is this? Do I need to go in right this second? I do, is it just maybe I tweak something? It's been a couple weeks. We go over all that. We even explain the definition of, you know, going from acute, subacute, and chronic injury. We really just want to make sure that, you know, all the skaters out there, all the blue collar workers out there, all the moms and dads who are holding their kids certain ways and feel these pains and aches places, that they can start to understand it a little bit more. And that's what we did in today's episode. So I hope you all enjoy. But before we get into it, you know I got to give a shout out to our sponsors. I got a little man playing over there. He's got me hyped up right now. So if you hear it in my voice, hey, I'm not calming down. It is what it is. But shout out to Third Layer Skate Park and Skate Shop. We love you guys. And I mentioned this in the last episode, and I don't know at the time of this recording, uh, by the time it drops, if they have any left. But they do have these amazing slingshot hoodies that you can go purchase and all those Proceeds are going toward the Henry Gartland Foundation, our beloved Henry who passed at the beginning of 2021. We started a foundation for him that's really researching into uh, brain injuries and getting kids to wear helmets more when we're skating and all that stuff. So they're really putting forth an amazing, amazing cause in the skate industry. So go copy a hoodie or just even go donate. We'll have everything down in the show notes. Next on the list, you know we got Monte Coso Skateboards, and I'm riding their new deck. It's absolutely amazing. I've been really going after my skating myself personally, just really trying to progress and um, always having fun with it, but just taking things a little bit more serious. And this board that I have from them right now is absolutely helping in that process. Make sure you go check them out. And if you go check them out, make sure you tell them that XSF sent you, and you'll be getting that 10% discount, baby. And last but not least, because you're the thing I have right away when I get up in the morning after I chug some water, you know I got to get that batch roasting co in my cup. Get that amazing coffee going. I think I still got batch number five. Absolutely amazing taste. I believe batch number six is out too. Uh, so, hey, go check them out. Amazing, amazing humans doing amazing things, putting amazing coffee in your cup, making you feel pretty amazing. How many times can I use that word? Quite a bit, because we're pretty amazing over here on the XSF Podcast. But hey, before we hop into it too, I just want to say thank you to everybody who's been supporting us, and thank you to everybody who's listening, and thank you to everybody who's coming in to listen and hearing what me and Lou have to say. And we really just want to share how we see things and how we've changed our lives with fitness and health, and also how we've helped clients change their lives and push that out into the world because we know that each and every single one of you listening is capable of achieving the goals that you've set for yourself. And you know what? We're, we're, we're laying down the foundation of how to get there. All right. So just make sure if, if you, if you like what we're saying, if you're jiving with what we're putting out, please share the podcast, post it on Instagram, your Instagram story, uh, give us a review on Apple podcast. You know, if you got Spotify, download the episode, all of that stuff helps so much, so, so, so much for us to get out there and be in front of more people. So more people can come into this and we can keep these extreme human community going. All right, people. 
before I get too hyped and just start smashing stuff on my desk, I'm going to let you enjoy today's episode. All right. That's going to be the future. Yeah, punch in the face just by, by a robot. Just yeah, it's you want to talk about pain. Metal haymaker to the, to the temple. No. <laughs> One of my favorite movies was iRobot, bro. Dude. I love that movie. It's coming. Smith. It's coming. It's you know, coming. you know how in iRobot, how he has the metal arm, and that's really what saved the day because he was able to like. You're just gonna be your little finger. <laughs> the rest of it. Just a little half. Yeah, I'm gonna get a. And that's, that's how I'm gonna save the world is because right. I'm gonna go against the big boss dog robot. And we're gonna be dancing. You know what I mean? Throwing hands and shit. And I'm gonna give him an eye poke. Forget it. He never felt in his life. It's gonna push his metal eyeball into his brain and collapse everything and then all the robots will oh. fall from that and you're welcome oh my god so statues should just be ra- created right Dude. now for me i should have my own country you know Louisodia or something like that Louis-todia. You know, something cool it kills me literally you like when you're shooting the youtube videos and like yeah. i'll watch it ever since you got your finger chopped off you always point with that finger when you're talking <laughs> it's the best it pointer. Me. You know what I'm saying? It kills me. Oh, come oh, here. Come here. Listen to me. Come in. Tear, you know what I mean? Come here. I actually forgot we were recording for a second just there. <laughs> That's okay. It was, uh, that was <laughs> pain. Pain is what well, I mean. To talk you could talk about, about this with pain, like how, yes, exactly. You how it being, out. pain being a drive state and emotion and a um, perception because. Like when this happened to me, <laughs> when this right here happened to me, ripping, getting the finger ripped off at work, a lot of people, like three dudes, three grown men went home from work. Their emotion of what my pain caused them was enough to send them home. Wait, I, I, I also think they're pussies, but yeah, they went oh home. Oh my goodness. Okay. I didn't even want to go to the medic because I was like, ah, I don't trust them. They're going to try to get me in trouble because that's just the way it works it's like if you get hurt honestly that's just messed up if you get hurt there's there's such a worry that it you're gonna get in trouble for whatever reason because it's like they have such high insurance lawyers and all this stuff and whatever but yeah three people and i was like so jacked up okay so can you go over the three things you said again so it was drive state emotion perception can you like i want you to explain that further so all right, drive, so state, drive state so and i use this example when my finger was stuck in there the pain i was feeling the drive state was make a move you know like when you're in pain you're gonna make a move either you're gonna stay there or you're gonna get out of it you know because you said if you didn't pull your finger it would have taken your hand or something right or something like that like yeah it was definitely like your move it would have been worse yeah it was definitely like taking it in like it was take because it was also had the middle finger like this was uh this middle finger was real the tip of it was real purple for a while because it was stuck in there heavy too i was surprised when i pulled that out it didn't come it wasn't stuck also but yeah so that's the drive state is that it's making you make a move the emotion Mm -hmm. is like oh i'm emotionally hurt because my loved one left me or the three guys going home from work because they're emotionally distraught from from you getting your finger from a piece of a finger and then the uh was there blood Everywhere, oh, like, just, yeah, yeah. I can, I just, I can only imagine. Like, I've seen ankles get twisted around and like bones pop out of skin, and like, I've never seen a bunch of blood from that. But like, a whole like just half finger coming off, I can only imagine. Dude, <laughs> the way the skin just rips right out, it comes right out the joint. Bro, do you have like a gnarly picture of it? I could superimpose on the screen for the edit of the podcast. I got like, after it happened. Yeah, 
Yeah. All right, you send it to me. I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put it on. Viewer discretion. You have advised. to see it. <laughs> Viewer discretion advised. It's oh, yeah. wild. Honestly, <laughs> when it like first had your look, because it swells. That's what's so amazing about the adaptations our human body goes through that we don't constantly need medications to go into us to heal us. Just saying that it naturally, the body, we've been on earth for thousands and thousands of years. You don't think the human body figured it out yet? Anyway, get me started. You know what I mean? Um, like, look at it now. Covered up, nice, looks mm-hmm. cute almost, little stubby hubby. Mm-hmm. It was like three thumbs put together, thick, crazy. Like right after it happened, that day start puffing up, you know? It's just so crazy how naturally the inflammation, that's what the body does. And then it goes back, like it closes up itself. So I I, yeah, I got stitched, but then the skin does that itself. Like Mm -hmm. it's so dope to me how adaptable we are as humans. Wild. But the third one there was so perception. Emotion, yeah. Emotion, emotion. Well, emotion would be the guys going home or, or like if yeah, I yeah. was to be crying about it and like not just from the pain of the feeling of it because that's now the perception part. Like a lot, we have diff, we, uh, everyone has different like perceptions of pain. Like some people could take a lot more of it. Some people love it. Okay. I have a good example real quick. Not to cut you off. I know we've been working on that, but I just thought about something with like that you're trying to like for me, skateboarding is a good one because like you'll get hurt mm. and like that pain might not even be that bad, but you might be crying cause you're pissed off. Cause now you can't skate. Like that's an emotional thing yeah. when it comes to pain, like for yourself dealing with it. Like I know you're talking about the guys who left cause they were emotional from you getting hurt, but like internally mm. that's the best way I can explain it. Cause there's no other time where I've gotten hurt and been like emotionally like <laughs> I'm hurt right now. Like, blah, blah, blah. It's no, it's like anytime I've gotten hurt and I've been like that mad up, like is because I can't skate now. Like, and that's like the emotion behind it. Or also too, like a loved one's lost, loved one yes. left you. That's emotional pain. But also with what you were saying pain, with yeah. skating too, a great thing to talk about on that is like, if you're having a session of your life, you're skating it up and you do a fall, you smack your shin and you're in that pain, but everything, like the day's been so sick you might not stay in that pain as long as if you've been having a horrible day. Your girl just left you and you're skating because you're running away from it. You hit your shin now, it might be like you just, the world just collapsed on you and you're still alive. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's also the emotional part too. Like, you might not be in pain if your life's going great. A lot of people that suffer from chronic pains, they're not as happy in every other aspect of life either because we get comfortable in pain and then it's like ah my I have back pain I can't move I can't okay. walk. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Let's <coughs> explain chronic pain though real quick because Ooh. there's acute, there's subacute and then there's chronic. Yes. So acute pain that's anything from the onset of injury to 7 days. Yes, so sir. it's like you have about a week of that pain to see like okay is it going away? Is it getting better after that week? Cool. Now you have subacute. That's going to be up to that two week mark. So if you're feeling stuff up to that two week mark, that's about that. That's a subacute range of pain where you get into chronic is anything past that. So two weeks plus. So if you've been feeling a pain in that same spot for two weeks plus, that's when we can start to say, okay, it's chronic. Now, what does that indicate for us, Lou? If it's, if it's chronic, what can we kind of figure out from there? If that person is still up doing their still their daily tasks that they do every single day, but they still feel this pain. It's been two weeks. Well, what's, kind of the thing that we can do as coaches then from there so if it's like where you went through everything physiologically we're like all right if it's not that let's say 
your core is not bracing. So your low back, you're, you're having that low back pain. If you went through all that and it's like, all right, what is it? Then I'm going to say it's probably an emotional sense of like something's either, and not to sound like woo-woo and all that, something's manifesting. You know what I mean? Something's something's going on in your life that you're not either facing or that you're not jiving with. And it's creating you to feel this pain even more. Cause like I said, if everything's going great in your life, you just get, if you were suffering from low back pain, right. And all of a sudden you so got, I need a, to, I need to correct myself I, real quick. So acute. I have to, I have to real fast. I, I messed that up bad. I said one to seven days. I, I it was a day to 72 hours and then 72 hours to two weeks and then two weeks plus. Yeah. That's what you meant. So yes. if you, if you like have low back pain, all of a sudden you get a thirty thousand unex an unexpected thirty thousand dollar bonus. You might not have that yes. low back pain. You see yep. what I'm saying? So it's that's like, what I would. Okay. We'd have to start touching on um every other aspect of life, see what could be causing. Yes, no, you know? I like that. Okay, cool. And also too, with chronic pain, when it's been that long and like you're still doing your daily tasks and hasn't like crippled you to a point of like. I can't do the stuff I I do. Like I can't go to work. I can't do all those things. You can kind of, not necessarily, it doesn't give you a check to just be like, okay, well, we're good to go. But it's kind of showing you like, okay, there's probably something here that we can make feel better through training and not be too worried about the training side of things. Like when you have that, like when I, when I fall and it's a bad, bad fall. I mean, I fall every time I damn skate. So it's like my hips hurt at times the next day. Like right now I'm sore. I had a crazy session yesterday, but it's not, I know I'm not injured. Like I'm fine. But those days I do feel that pain. Like that's a huge thing for me is like if it happened and I still feel it after 72 hours, I, I'm careful, really careful with my training. Cause it's like, okay, I don't really know what could be going on here, but I'm also not going to run to the doctor and go get an x-ray and all this other stuff when it's like, okay, give it time because the body, especially when you're skating, like that's traumatic stuff to the body. If you took a good, good fall, like it's going to take time. And then when I get to like that two week mark and I still have the pain, but I've been able to do everything else. Like I've still been able to go to work and work and all this stuff. Right. But I have like a twing somewhere in my hip or like something's just not feeling to it quite white. That's when I'm like, okay, I kind of have a green light for myself to be like, okay, I can at least know that it's nothing to the point of if I start to dive in deeper to it it's gonna hurt me like that because it's like i've already gotten to this point with keeping doing everything i'm doing and it hasn't stopped me mm. so I'm, I'm probably fine now i'm not saying that's just that's just how i do things with my body and how i've noticed it and just being careful with things like having that kind of like hour to two week thing window to just be like okay especially when you're a skater too like if you take that good fall and you're still hurt like feeling a decent amount of pain a week in maybe you shouldn't try to go jump down more stairs at this very moment in time. Go skate a mini ramp or a bowl. I'm not saying don't skate, but, you know, um, use that as a guiding light to how you can gauge your sessions. But Yeah, because that's really great because, like, a lot of – because there are a lot of people out there that think that'll – I think I, do, I fall into this sometimes, too, is you'll push through that pain because you're fighting that – like, I have the voice in me that's like, you're just being a pussy. Cut the shit. But then it's like that voice Whoa. might be getting you into more pain. So it's like like that example you just gave. Like, all right, if, let's say you're skating and you get into a fall and you're feeling it. But, yeah, all right, if you're feeling that in the exact same spot two uh, two days later, mm -hmm. take awareness to it. Don't just let that voice be in like, cut the shit, pussy, get back to it. Don't let that voice just hurt you further. That's Yeah, and that's all it is, is like giving you that awareness to yeah. it and being like, okay, is this still here? Okay. then And that's when you like – get into that chronic side of it right that two weeks plus or whatever and it's like 
that's when you have people who just live, start living with it and you start living with it. And it's like, well, you could work through this. Like, let's work through it. But, uh, let's continue on now. So we have, we we got drive state, emotion and perception Perception. when it comes to pain. Now, where do we go from here? When, when we're describing pain, like how do we talk about an injury? If we're, if I have a skater who comes to me, I think it's, we should go over like, what are some questions to ask yourself about your own injuries? Because this is something that I used really heavy after my ankle surgery. Um, so I think it would be cool to go into that. And I, the first thing, uh, do we do we go over the whole entire, um, all the letters, or we just keep going what through the list? The onset mechanism. Yeah, when did the pain start? Yeah, so when do the pain The questions start? you're going to ask, yeah. How yeah, is it going to yeah. go over? So these, Listen, yeah, keep talking. I gotta, I'm yourself. running to the bathroom because I just can't hold it in for the whole episode, and this is what has to happen mid-episode. I got you. I'm going to do you. everyone a favor, too, and turn the volume down. But listen, going further, if some of you are into urination, let me know. We'll keep the volume up while I go pee so you can hear it because if that gets your jollies off, we're here for you. Hey, well, shoot. <laughs> Give the people what they want, Lou. <laughs> All right, so... I'll go into onset. And like I was saying, this is something that I've used for myself, especially after my ankle surgery. Uh, and of course, for me, it was like, okay, well, the onset injury was the day I rolled my ankle. And then also when I got surgery. Now, this is just, you want to know, like, hey, when did this start? When did you originally get injured? Did it happen? Like I said, 72 hours ago. Did it happen two plus weeks ago? Five years ago. When did it start? Then from there, you want to ask yourself the mechanism of injury. So essentially, how did it happen? How did it start? And what happened that caused this pain? Do you know? If you don't, okay, then do you know how it started? Start asking yourself that a little bit more. Dive into that. Because once you can figure that out, then what we can do is figure out, oh, well, is it progressive? Is it getting better or is it getting worse throughout time is it do you think it's gonna be better tomorrow do you think it's gonna be worse tomorrow do you have a good gauge of that do you know where the pain's going on a scale and then from there we want to hop into you know is it palatated so what makes it better is there anything that makes it better because if we can find stuff that makes it better right and this is where I don't like when coaches or other people throw things like static stretching, foam rolling, um, that type of stuff out the window, right? Because it's like, oh, here comes Lou. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like when people throw that type of stuff out the window because for me, if it's something that makes it better, then why would you not do it? Like if it's going to help you feel better, which then helps you get into better positions in your training, to then get you out of this pain, then do it. Like what makes it feel better? Like that's let's go. And also too, to the coaches out there, if a client tells you something, if a client is telling you that something feels good, don't do take it. that away. Yeah, don't do don't say you're not doing this anymore. Like that's not gonna go very far with them. And I was gonna say, Lou, you're still muted, but it's all good. Yeah, um, do it. That doesn't say too. Do it. Like me, I love to foam roll my quads. It's not yes. breaking up fascia. It's not moving that shit around. But guess what? It feels good. And the next day after when I'm doing, when I'm squatting, if I was to be working out, if I'm squatting and then I'm skating, guess what? I'm going to roll my foam roll, my quads out over the foam roll. 
I'm gonna get in my bed. I'm gonna sleep and wake up the next day, feel great. If I don't, mm-hmm. and my quads are tight, guess what? I'm gonna blame it on not foam rolling. Whether that's yep. what's going on or not, I feel great about it. Exactly. So it's like, but just just figure it out. Like, ask yourself: Is there anything that makes it better? If so, awesome. If not, hey, we can help you. Always feel free to hit that little consultation link below. Quick plug to us, real fast. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> then then from there you know you you really need to ask yourself like what's the quality of the pain so lou how mm-hmm. would you describe the feeling of getting your finger chopped off see this is a tough answer for me to give because honestly i'm going through you don't a, have to... no no because no, i'm going through a case right now and if yeah. i give my honest answer it might not help me Okay, so you know. But let's just say this. Is... Let's just say this. <laughs> There's a many ways one can go about. Like, for instance, if I uh, I meet a new relative that I haven't seen and doesn't even know about this because I'm on social media. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Ba 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 ba! The whole spiel. Like they feel. Oh, everyone that sees this, the doctors like, look, show it, show it. You know, like. Let's put it this way. There's still kids right now that are waking up in a cage every day and that's their life. So a little perspective. Okay. Yeah. That's the way there's kids that are born without limbs. Yes. Perspective. So perception so, of it, please. So quality, just for, say about that. clear it up a little bit. Uh, just, just describe the feeling. Don't get too crazy. Uh, it's pretty wild to. because you feel like the rest of your hands go. It's a, it's a instant react. It's an instant thing. The way, especially the way this yeah. happened, it was so yeah. fast. That you you're not you're not it, what gosh it, it's like it's, fine. Oh, it's all good so I can't talk about it because so here so here here I'll just I'll just give a quick example so for me when I rolled my ankle that last time and snapped my two ligaments that quality of pain or how did that feel one it fucking hurt and two it was a very sharp burning pain easy boom there that's that's it don't there you don't you go. go too crazy don't don't overthink it. Like, what does it feel like? Is it throbbing? Does it just oh, just sharp? Like, yeah. All right. I so, felt fucking alive. You know what it <laughs> felt like? I felt alive. Like, oh my god, this is amazing that you could just rip a finger oh. off like this. Fascinating. Crazy. Adrenaline running through me. I mean, I pure heart racing. Just yeah, baby. Like to feel like that, Let's I gotta go. jump out of an airplane. You know what I mean? That's, me. oh, that's the way I felt. I mean, oh, shoot. but then what hurts is like getting jabbed with a needle in the finger when they got to numb it. Or when I hit it now, that yeah. like if I hit it now, cause it's so sensitive cause the nerve endings didn't just get cut. They got ripped. So it's taking longer for them to fuse together to stop here. Cause I don't have a finger there anymore. When I hit it like that, Oh my Lanta, like, that's pain like yeah and again this is now the perception part what the way i deal with pain is i just get into this i get i'm not actually mad but i i get yeah like oh let's go until it goes away because otherwise i feel like i'm just submit i'm just like oh it hurts it hurts like and that's like my whole family whenever one of like my mom stubs her toe she's like you motherfucker like you know she's not sitting like on the floor like ah Ah, ah, I get up. That's just, yep. and that's the perception part. I grew up in a household where, like, my pops would come home, 
after playing softball and his like some he was like somehow cutting his he's stitching himself up like yeah that's just the the perception that I was that has built built into me based off of how I grew up around people and pain it wasn't pain was almost not like it was like did someone close to you die no so what are you talking about like what what you I hurt know. yourself that's living like but yeah, and that's not hating on people that are different yeah that's no, not no, no, hating on people that's just different, how you but. are exactly yeah, no of course yeah yeah um, so oh wait what was the last thing we went over oh yeah quality so quality. quality we got radiation does it radiate yes anywhere from one place to another so, yes does it go so this was a big thing for me when i got my back injury when i was in the military mm. i was getting i kept getting uh sciatic nerve pain so it was just a shooting pain that went down my left leg yep it'd go down the back part of my left leg into my calf and then i could feel it like even in the bottom of my foot uh so that was pretty intense for me but it died down and now i've kind of figured it out i mean i still kind of have a little bit of issues with the low back but kind of what happens when you do the thing that i did lose a little bit of cartilage down there and stuff but um so for me it was pretty evident that there was radiation or, you know, it's kind of easy to tell like, Hey, do you have shoulder pain? And then is it going anywhere else? Like that's the bottom line. Yeah. Like yeah, if you're having sh- right shoulder pain and you feel it down by your right hand, right hand, probably yes. got a problem, right yeah. shoulder pain. You feel it in your left hip, probably got a problem, problem, you know, yeah, that's radiating from the onsite to anywhere else. Let's change it from a problem to things you probably want to work on. What's People the problem? People get very offended. People get offended. What is the problem <laughs> then? Like, if that's like, yeah, you know, there's a problem. problem there's a problem. When you were problem yeah, solving yeah. growing up, why were you problem solving yeah. a problem? Because you had to figure something out. What? Listen, people getting triggered. You know, you know, know. there know. used to be one trigger back in the day. That was if you were gonna put a gun in your mouth and pull it. That's a problem. Okay, yep. not someone saying a word and you gotta freak out and call your mother and cry about it for three and a half hours. <laughs> I don't know what to say then. I like I'm not doing this walk around it. fucking words thing. Right? You could do that. <laughs> you get me started. All right. On on to the next. Problem, please. Have... <laughs> now problem's a word. That's a problem. Yeah, I guess so. Uh and then we got sight. Oh, gotta watch how we say that one. Yep, we gotta watch out. So point to where it hurts. Like literally just where does it hurt? It's simple as that. Um, oh the time thing. So time is a big thing for me. So that's like the way that I was able to gauge if I was getting better with my ankle after my surgery. So like when we talk about time, there's a kind of a little bit that goes into this, right? So it's not just like, okay what time of day does it hurt the most and do you feel the most pain but you also can use time as a gauge and what i mean by that is like for me when i would skate right came off my ankle surgery and i went and skated for the first time do you think it felt good no No. it didn't it hurt like a mofo after like that that pain fucking sucked for multiple reasons because i knew i wasn't gonna be able to skate for like at least a week or even like walk right kind of like it was and i knew that was gonna happen because i had to work through that and i was just from standing not even doing any ollies just pushing switching around from one foot to the other and the pain was pretty bad but what i did is i had to pay attention to how long did that pain last after right so how painful was it so how intense was it 
how long did it last and then how was it affecting the rest of my life like how was it affecting my activities of daily living yeah right? so for me it's like all right day one skated day two still was hurting all day day three came around you know about 48 hours 48 hours after i was still hurting wasn't hurt hurt but it was very sore it was you know uh, it was i would say probably like a four out of ten but my pain scale is kind of just like weird um because it wasn't debilitating but i still wasn't able to move that well you know activities of daily living were affected um and then 72 hours kept going kept going kept going a week in i was good right i was kind of moving better i was back to doing my mobility stuff feeling good let myself get another week from skating went and skated again did the same thing right still hurt but guess what it didn't hurt as bad this time so the intensity of the pain one went down and what else went down for me well also the duration of that pain went down. So then I didn't feel it for up to about 72 hours. It was more like 32 probably. It was like, I know I felt it for a full day after. And then that next morning I felt pretty good. Like it didn't last that whole next day. So it was just, just under that. So yeah, I think it was about 32 hours. So I knew that I was getting better. And then also I was able to kind of get back into my mobility work and just moving around with the kids and stuff way faster this time. So for me, that was showing that, hey, yes, this pain's here, but it's also getting better. So, and that's just because of all the training and everything else and the way I had uh, been having to be more dialed in with nutrition uh, at that time, not right now, but at that time I was very dialed in and stuff. And then, you know, training, just really working on all that stuff helped me get to that point. But it's just a good thing to know, like, hey, you can use time as that gauge of like, is it getting better? Is it getting worse? Because if I, let's say, let's say that third time came around and I skated and then all of a sudden this third time it fucking hurt for 72 hours plus again and then it affected my activities, daily living and then intensity increased. Well, then I know either I skated way too hard and I overdid it in just the skate session alone and I shouldn't have done whatever I did in that skate session or I did something in between session two and session three that my body did not like maybe i didn't let myself recover enough from training whatever the case could have been then i would have been able to be like okay well something along these lines was not right so thousand percent yeah that's my spiel and also the the perception part of it too comes into like you got things going on in your life so it's not it's almost like you you not that you can't you're just not letting pain you're not giving so much time to pain you know if a lot of people just so caught up in the mundane ways life could be of waking up and going to that nine to five you don't really like and then going home and maybe hanging out with the family then dinner then a show then sleep mm-hmm. you might stay in that pain longer because it's an everyday cycle it just becomes like everything else brushing your teeth and then the bad part is when we start doing pills to get out of the pain because you're not actually getting out of the pain what you're actually doing probably now is coping with emotional pain, utilizing the pills mm. instead of, because you got to think what would make someone want to depend on pills? Not only does this country pimp them out insane amounts just to give them to anyone and say that they're not addictive, yet they are and now do other things. And so it's easier to get them, right? Or at least it was very, very easy at one point. And if you got the right docs, all that still is. Anyway, you're gonna, what would make someone want to be all jacked up on pills like that? It's because they're also running from some emotional stuff. Because honestly, 
pills can give you this warm little hug around you and make you feel oh so good, but they mess you up in every other aspect of life that and it's no bueno, you know? And, and you want to fight through that. Yeah, I'm speaking from experience. Too. He's not just saying this from yeah. reading an article. Like, Lou is somebody who's lived this heavily addicted to pills. That's what I have mad respect for. Is like, yeah. you're that's why I'm touching speaking on from a place like that. Like, yeah, no, so, no, I just want to put that out there for anybody who doesn't know that. Like, yeah, for I'm sure. You're right. Just talking from experience. So, like, yeah. so it's like, if you're waking up every day and, and, and then it becomes like, oh, I can't wait to do the pill. Like, not just because it's going to get you out of pain. You don't even care about the pain anymore. The physical pain. Yeah. It's the emotional pain because the, because if the pills are making you feel good, being quote unquote sober is not making you feel good. And you got to figure that out. You shouldn't need a chemical to alter you to make you feel better. That's even with fitness. You know what I mean? Fitness is a great thing, but if you're miserable and then a gym workout makes you feel, and I mean every day, some days I go into the gym, just furious, a gym workout. I feel great. But if your main driver, yeah, if your main driver for going to the gym is because like, if you want to be a bodybuilder, because you hate the way you look, you hate yourself. You got to be this big person. I don't that's know. That's that whole. That's that whole. Like you can look healthy and not be healthy. Exactly. Exactly. You know, so like, if you're waking up and getting to the the cycle of pill addiction, that's yeah. that's the number one thing with pain is you got to watch that. And it's so easy in this country to diagnose and give pills than cure because we say there is no cure, which is nonsense. There is. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying I'm a doctor, but movement no. is medicine mentality is medicine hydration nutrition let's look at these things before we go jack people up with pills because that's the easy route baby and we all want easy we all want easy and that's something me and you talked about i know we're kind of going on a little bit of a tangent but that's something me and you talked about um when we partnered up was like yo this business needs to look at our clients and humans as a holistic thing like there's way more to this than the ones and zeros of programming and way more to this than just than just uh than just what is going on right now you know what i'm saying like there's just so much more going on in our lives than okay i worked out yesterday okay cool like but how is your life going like how was how was today like how are you doing today like how oh there's all these things that go into it yeah, and that's, that's that the difference between coaching and personal tra- and like coaching and programming. Like programming. you, you program like you know one of the greats always say it. I'm not gonna mention his name because I'm not whatever. One of the greats always say is like you program a computer, not a person. Like yeah, I'll, we give you the workouts, the exercise based off of what you how you move. But you know, if you're miserable, if things are going bad, holler at me and we can figure that out too. Like, and I'm not saying I'm a therapist. We're therapists over here, but we're humans. That's the connection mm-hmm. of humans of humanity. We got things to figure out. Sometimes some of us just need to talk. That's it, you know? And when we feel we don't have anyone else to talk to. And again, what the pills can do, and I'm watching I harp on that, because like you said, I have a personal experience with it, is they will, you don't, you can get into seclusion because then once you have it, the pill, it used to be called mommy's little helper back in the fifties for a reason. Daddy was going out, smoking cigarettes, eating steaks all day, working at fucking mad men, beating women, yeah. womanizing. And mom was home in the kitchen where she quote unquote should be miserable as shit. Just popping pills, and that was making her happy. Like, you want to know why society's so jacked up? Is because we're so out of shape and anxious, depressed, and pilled up. I mean, come on. It's like the perfect cocktail for just conquering human minds. And I'm preventing myself from going on a rant right there. You saw that? <laughs> you saw I like that. It. I like that. <laughs> I like that.
Nah, but for All real right, though, don't get gonna, caught up. Yeah, we're gonna finish up. But don't get caught up. up. On that. Don't get caught up in pill addiction. And if you have a pro addiction, if you have any type of addiction, holler at me because I probably have one too. I know I do. I always got addictions. We all do. We're addicted mm-hmm. to something. So if you want to talk about them and get out of them, reach out. I please, really don't have much else to do. Please reach yeah. out. Because mm-hmm. it's it's very powerful to have somebody like you who's you know at this point and been Jesus. through been through it. So I really appreciate you, dog. We're all just walking each other home. Yes. Do we want to cover uh, the things real quick? Or are we good? I can just put them in the show notes. What things? The the all the words. No, we're good. No. We're just gonna leave it at what it was. People don't want to hear back. acronyms. Rewind it. Yeah, you don't want to hear it. So we've right, said everybody. enough words. <laughs> we said enough. We've been on <laughs> tangents. It's one of those days. Hey. We hope you all enjoyed today's episode, and just know that everybody is capable of being extreme.